Welcome back to Pacific SITREP with my co-host, uh, Colonel John Mills, U.S. Army retired. Welcome, Colonel. Uh, thank you. Always an honor to be on your show. We're both traveling, both out of the studio, so uh, people will bear with us. Tell me what you have this morning for Pacific SITREP. I think the big news is the disappearance of General Lee, you know, L.I., and Lee Shang-Fu. Now, what's interesting, he's kind of the Secretary of Defense Austin uh, uh, chairman of the Joint Chiefs, Millie in one, one personality. The only people above him are two generals and uh, Chairman Xi. Mm -hmm. uh, so he's now disappeared. And this is, I said several times, watch what happens when she returns from the BRICS conference. And now his senior military person uh, outside of uh, General Zhang and General He, his immediate deputies, uh, is gone. And uh, so it happens is, in China. <laughs> well, Ron Emanuel, I think, has the quote of the week on it. He used Agatha, Agatha Christie's novel, and then there was none, which has created mm -hmm. a bit, bit of a firestorm. He's, our, he's the U.S. ambassador to Japan, mm -hmm. and, and he, very, he definitely broke character by saying a comment, even though it was accurate, correct, and funny. Uh, he's uh, created somewhat of an uproar over that, but hey, he called, uh, he's, he it seems is what to it is. Yeah. He always he always seems to be he's the guy who said never waste a uh, never waste a crisis. Mm -hmm. um, and he's always may, we may he may be on the blue team and the other side, but he's he calls it pretty accurately. So what's going on? Some type of gang warfare within the party or what's up? Well, we just had this, the nuclear force commander disappeared. The Russian version, the name was called windowed. Uh, mm -hmm. So now the, the, the nuclear force commanders were, were relieved and changed out. You had the essentially the Tony Blinken equivalent disappeared and changed out. It is full-blown palace intrigue. Now, one of the things, there's a general Jew who, a JU, who, who controls what's called the strategic support force. Mm -hmm. watch this space that's equivalent to the the army component the pla navy the uh, people's liberation army air force the people's liberation army strategic rocket forces there's this obscure thing with the mundane name of strategic support service what do they do that's where fifth generation warfare uh, resides. That's where they plan it. That's where they plan and execute everything. Fentanyl in the streets of America. That's the strategic support force. Military majors traveling through Mexico and coming across the border. Strategic support force. That's biolabs in California. Strategic support force. That's the center of gravity. And, you know, just by merely naming General Jew uh, over and over again. They have a history. I learned this when I was back in government service. As soon as you name one of their personalities, the name and picture and put it out there, they have this interesting habit of disappearing. Mm. So uh, they kind of, for whatever reason, they don't like it, even though it's, you know, General Jew is not a, not a, not well, a they, they don't have, in, in Russia, you mentioned they have the bad habit of falling out of high story windows. What, what do they do in China? Yeah, they it's a diff, they just kind of disappear into a re-education center. They might come mm -hmm. back out like Jack Ma. Jack Ma disappeared for several months. Mm -hmm. You know who owned Alibaba? You right. know the Jeff Bezos equivalent in China. He disappeared. Came out a very changed person. Um, so if they come out, but it was like Hu Jintao who was walked out of the the General right. Assembly. Meeting. That was very public. Yes. 
So um, possibly some type of re-education if they're changed or some type of uh, intense situation to, to change your view of the world. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, yeah. If they're lucky, if they graduate from the course, they come back mm -hmm. out. But like Jack mm -hmm. Ma was a very changed person when he graduated from the German Mao's Re-Education Center. So he yeah. was very different, very humble, didn't have a lot to say. Most others don't graduate from the, the re-education course. And mm -hmm. so they, they just die in prison. Uh, they're mm -hmm. executed. Mm -hmm. uh, their body parts uh, harvested. That's you know, that's what happens. Uh, you know, uh, you know, we be may, may have a lot of problems inside of America, but uh, that is not happening. At least not yeah, yet. Not not yet. So you mentioned uh, body parts. Is, that's a still full fledged operation in China, right? Where they're harvesting the organs oh, I, of political prisoners, executing them while they're still alive on the operating table, taking their organs and shipping them out. Yeah, yeah. Well, when I was I used to have this, I, I, I never liked it. I was always very uncomfortable that traveling display of, of cadavers in America, mm -hmm. which I thought was always mm -hmm. ghoulish, and uh, I didn't like it. Uh, well, it turns right. out a lot of those were executed prisoners uh, from China. Yeah. So uh, that, really? that whole that whole uh, market segment has kind of dried up. Thank God. Uh, mm -hmm. I was nothing good about that. Yeah, yeah. that's absolutely what they do. Wow. Well, you see the uh, Falun Gong displays, and I was in Munich at the square, and they had one. And interestingly enough, I went up to the, you know, looked at all the displays, and it's about or forced organ harvesting. And, and some young Chinese man came up to me who was standing and watching, and he said, you know, real, you realize this is all not true, right? And obviously I said, so who are you working for? <laughs> you know, monitoring who's coming up to see the displays in Munich. Interesting. Anything else, Colonel, while we're talking? That's the big news from the Pacific. Okay. Thank you, Colonel. We'll have you back next weekend. Same bad time, same bad channel. You got it. Take, Take care. care. Chinese leader Xi Jinping is terrified. China's economy is collapsing. People are protesting and the military is turning against him. How long till Xi finds a knife in his back? Welcome to China Uncensored. I'm Chris Chappell. The Chinese Communist Party is in crisis mode. The real estate sector, which is about a third of China's economy, is on the brink of a collapse. A fifth of China's economy relies on exports, and China's exports just fell by the most they've fallen in three years. Which is impressive since it's even worse than during that whole little worldwide oopsie-daisy over the last three years. I love dodging YouTube censorship. And youth unemployment is so high, They've just stopped reporting it. That'll solve the problem. There's also trillions of dollars of debt. And the population is shrinking. And if you think I'm painting a doom and gloom picture of China, I'm not done. On top of all that, the government badly botched the recent floods in Northeast China. Actually, say botched makes it sound like they made a mistake. But it's actually much worse than that. They purposefully flooded some towns to save Beijing. Things are so bad right now. We've even got Chinese people fleeing across the U.S. southern border to escape China. But the real concern is not those who leave, but all those angry young men who might be itching to take their aggression into the streets of China, especially since they can't find wives either. Xi Jinping is losing his grip on power that he worked for a decade to solidify. 
there are already major warning signs that people are turning against him. There's been a bunch of purges in the military. The thing all dictators fear the most is losing control of their own militaries. That hasn't turned out so well for dictators historically. But it's not just in the military. He's also been purging the domestic security agencies, basically China's massive police force. Anywhere power could accumulate outside the party, Xi is trying to take it down. That includes banking and finance, which have influence through money. Celebrities and social media influencers, who have a certain amount of power through fame. And the tech industry, which controls the technology that societies run on. So that covers purging people that don't like Xi. But Xi is also trying to force people to love him. This looks normal, right? Xi is taking a page from Mao's red playbook and is trying to start his very own cult of personality. It's about as bad as you can imagine. I'll tell you more after the break. Welcome back. Possibly from a black screen, but hopefully an ad. YouTube is constantly demonetizing us, which is why we rely on fans like you who support the show on the crowdfunding website Patreon. You can join us for as little as a dollar an episode by going to patreon.com slash China Uncensored. This show wouldn't be possible without your direct support, so a big thank you to all the fans who already directly support us. You're amazing. Xi Jinping is building a personality cult. Mao had his little red book. Xi has his own philosophy. It's called Xi Jinping Thought on Socialism with Chinese Characteristic for a New Era. He's forced other party members and officials to memorize it. He's made pocket editions, TV shows, even an app. It's even being taught in schools, from elementary school up through college. It's also now required reading for bureaucrats, business people, officials, and military personnel. According to state media, this was done to achieve unity in thought. So no one starts having other thoughts, thoughts like, maybe it's time to take this guy down. And now, there's a new patriotic education law. A draft of this was made in June by the Standing Committee Legislative Affairs Commission and China's Central Propaganda Department. Yes, they have an official propaganda department. You can tell that subtlety isn't their strong point. According to state media, this law isn't just about schools. It covers enterprises and public institutions the country's military and paramilitary forces, internet information service providers, parents and guardians, federations of returned overseas Chinese, Hong Kong, Macau, and Taiwan. Yes, that independent country the CCP doesn't actually control. And it even includes Chinese who are still overseas. I'll have to tell Shelley about that one. I don't think she's been reading her Xi Jinping thought. And there are consequences for those who don't follow the patriotic education law. You will be punished for insulting or harming the dignity of the national anthem, flag, or emblem, defiling patriotic education facilities, negating the deeds and spirit of heroes or martyrs, or denying or glorifying massacres or acts of invasions. Really? Okay, then I guess we can stop denying the Tiananmen Square massacre and certainly stop glorifying the invasion of Taiwan. Subtlety is not the Communist Party's strong point. Hypocrisy is. So what's the punishment for such offenses? 
Well, the law is nice and vague. It just says departments, I'm assuming government departments, will promptly stop the conduct and give punishments in accordance with laws and administrative regulations. And Xi Jinping is in charge of all departments. Will this be enough to protect Xi from growing resentment at all levels of Chinese society? Probably not. And there's something the U.S. can do to help Xi and the Communist Party along into the garbage dump of history. Check out this episode for the secret strategy that would absolutely devastate the Communist Party. And click the orange button to support China Uncensored on Patreon. Once again, I'm Chris Chappell. See you next time.